pals. It's Empty the Cues. It's the show where I show the show in showtimes. It's the show where I show my friends shows that they haven't shown to themselves. This is the track where Joshi and I watch Community. Are you ready for more audio hijinks? Yeah, you, 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 you bet. You better be. I promise it gets better. You know, I promise uh, everything gets better. I don't know if I necessarily. I think I believe that. Let's not, you know? I think, I, I think let's not have this conversation. Okay, enjoy. Okay. Whew, alrighty. Well, at least that one didn't make me cry. Yeah, that's great. So we've just watched Community episode three. No, we just watched episode uh, four. No. Yeah, that was episode four. <laughs> Episode three was the one with the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Will, are you drunk? God, I wish I were. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you know how in like several servers, my name is the Time Fool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, time is pretty meaningless anymore. <laughs> it <laughs> or, really is. It at really at is. the current moment, anyway. So we've just watched episode four, which was uh, social psychology. Um, How do you feel about this one, Joshi? Um, this one was a much more lighthearted episode all around, and I loved it because it was Shirley centric, and I love Shirley. Yes! Oh my God, she's so good. I'm so glad that you like her. So go ahead and go ahead and break down the plot for us. Um. So there's two plots, really. Um, uh, the A plot is that Britta starts dating this kind of douchey um, hippie guy. Um, and the B plot is that Jeff and Shirley get closer uh, by bonding through gossip. Yes, um, it is delightful. Yeah, and that is the uh, long and short of those two. Yeah. So. Oh wait, and and of course the uh, I forgot. No, the um the psychology experiment. Oh yes. Oh yeah. my god. I forgot. Um, yeah, that that's really that's really the yeah. A and B is the psychology experiment and the gossiping and Britta. Yes. Yes. So the Britta stuff is all like scaffolding more things to come. Um, and is kind of the inciting incident that leads Jeff and Shirley to to start like hanging out. Um, I really love that the way that this starts is that Jeff and Shirley walk the same way to their next class, and like it would be really weird and awkward to not walk together at this point and to not talk. Mm-hmm. But they both know that they don't really have anything in common. And it comes across as, like, Jeff being bored by Shirley because she's so nice. Um, But by the end of the episode, it's very clear that Shirley is also very bored of Jeff. Oh, yeah. she. And without, like, them shit-talking together, she has no interest. No, she she knows what he's good at, and it just so happens to be the same thing that she is good at, and she has no interest in the rest of his life whatsoever. It's great. (laughs) 
start shit talking uh, Britta's new boyfriend Vaughn, Ugh, who is I, I hate uh, Vaughn. <laughs> oh, he's the fucking worst. He's the fucking worst. Um, he's just every. He's every, like, white hippie hacky sack dude at college. Spends um, a lot of time in the quad. <laughs> yes, he looks smelly. He is stoked about uh, ultimate frisbee. It's the classic. It's the classic trope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britta is into this uh, very in a very shallow way, but Jeff is still a big mopey infant about it because he is useless. Um, and Shirley just like shit talking him because he's so shit talkable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, most of what we were discussing sucks, while this. I'm sorry to say he is recurring. Oh, really? Ah. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, most of what we did while we were sorry. watching this episode was shit talking Vaughn, too. So. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard not to. He's. I mean, he's just beat for beat. Every every dude you meet like that in college is the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is exhausting. The, uh, yeah, I just. Ugh. And he doesn't, he doesn't technically deserve what happens to him over the course of the episode, but, like, I'm not sad it happened. Right. <laughs> he is somebody that would be placed in the fake good place. Yes. Oh, my God. So... Uh, oh well I guess they know that this is they know it's the fake good place yeah but (laughs) they're not listening to my episodes it's fine Um, (laughs) oh are you kidding me (laughs) they absolutely are (laughs) well that's good because I'm listening to theirs so (laughs) good (laughs) I want to talk about the psychology experiment one because it has one of my favorite Troy moments of the whole series, and also because it's so much nicer than I remembered. It's very sweet. It is. The resolution is very, very heartfelt. Yes. So Annie gets Abed and Troy to be test subjects in a psychological experiment done by Professor Duncan, who is uh, the guy, the hair, John Oliver. And it's like wildly unethical oh yeah in every regard the whole experiment is that they're going to keep saying that the experiment is about to start and just see how long it takes them to break they are learning nothing from this they are just like spectating um everyone crumbles until it's just troy and abed and then (laughs) Josh, how would you explain what Troy does here? Um, when Troy breaks, he, uh, he, he goes to leave, but his, he's been, like, sitting in the same position for so long that his legs are asleep. So he has to crawl out of the classroom, and he does it like he's, like, a soldier crawling, because he can't move his legs, so he just sort of pulls himself along by his arms. It is the funniest looking thing I have ever seen. <laughs> I feel that action so deep in my soul so often. 
<laughs> like, I just I completely understand the feeling there. Just uh, It's so good. Also, Troy keeps asking about whether or not there's butt stuff, and if they'll be paid more to do butt stuff, and then when he falls apart, he yells, you promised there would be butt stuff, which she absolutely did not. No, she told him specifically there would be no butt stuff. <laughs> yeah! At which he appeared so to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah! I mean, he's in college. Oh, it's, it's time to experiment, I suppose. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> um... So Abed makes it the whole way, and then some, to the point where he breaks the people who are testing on him. And then we find out that it's because Annie asked him to come because she was like, we're really good friends, can you do this for me as a really good friend? And Abed was like, yes, I will do this for you as a really good friend, and took that to heart and meant it. Yeah, Oh, Abed. Abed, it's so sweet. And, you know, she does buy him a nice gift as, like, a sorry and everything. Yeah. Like, she feels genuinely penitent. Yeah, and it's clear that she also, like, cared and paid attention to what he said because she got him the Indiana Jones movies, but not the fourth because it sucked. Them, yep. Which is, like, exactly what he had said to her, which was very sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked this one. It was... I... I remembered the psychology plot being more prominent, but I was really grateful for the bigger emphasis on Shirley here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love... She's just, like, this little giggling gremlin throughout this entire episode, and it's so great. <laughs> she's... Yeah, I... I... I forgot how early they... They dig into her character more, because um, I think of her so much as just, like, the shallow, like, oh, hello, oh, I'm nice, but... No, they really give her a lot to work with early on. Yeah. Um, like, she still is that, oh, hello, oh, I'm nice. Like, she still is that, but, like, there's so much more to her that we've been... Like, just the, um, uh, episode three with her in the accounting class, which I don't think we said that it was an accounting class, but like, oh, yeah. <laughs> where she reveals that big, like, emotional well within her. And now we get this, where we see, like, her in her element, kind of. Yeah, for sure. Um, and... This episode is actually a really good time to talk about how community plays with its, like, episodic versus serialized format, because so far, there have been several things where I have pointed out, come back later, and, like, this little side character will come back later, this little joke will come back later. At the same time, we have these, like, really insular storylines, but when it comes to things like Shirley's development, like... What she brought up in, in that last episode um, is going to be, like, not just prominent for her, but prominent for the plot of the show as well. Um, I really love how this show mixes being serialized and being episodic. Um, I'm trying to think of more sitcoms that do this like this, because... Like, Friends does this in a way, How I Met Your Mother does this in a way, but with Community it feels so weird and so different that it almost feels more like how 
Schitt's Creek or Arrested Development did mm. these things. The, I, I think I can see what you're getting at. Just like the show clearly has a show Bible where they, yes, they build upon it. And um, I would say uh, one show that did that was uh, 30 Rock had a really great... Yeah, okay. All of the stuff with Kenneth. As he's yes. gradually revealed to be this immortal being <laughs> throughout the course of the show. <laughs> and all of his screaming okay. at Jacob over the leg. Like. <laughs> when, when this was coming out, I think that 30 Rock was maybe Community's biggest competitor. I remember people falling into, like, Community versus 30 Rock camps. Like, the two camps of the weirdest NBC sitcoms that didn't get as much love as they deserved. Um, which is funny, because looking back, they're so, so wildly different. Oh, yeah. And I will say, even including most of the stuff that Pierce has said so far, um, Community has... Um, aged much better than 30 Rock has. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Tina Fey. Yeah. Like, hey, what a... were we just saying in that last episode about white feminists? Yeah. There's there's a lot that I enjoy about 30 Rock, and then there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, okay. wow. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, I am I am interested to see all of the like Starburns, how they make him an actual character. Uh, you mentioned that. Like uh-huh. I am curious to see where that goes. There was that statue of actor Luis Guzman in on the community yeah. campus. I I can't believe you fucking noticed that. I <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I did not realize that it was like visible that early in the show. I was just it curious. Does come up again. Yeah, I was just curious who it was because it's just like an odd, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a big bronze statue of someone clearly a specific person, but they're wearing just like regular clothes, and so I'm just like, that's not, you know, an old founder or anything. And who I was like, who is that? Oh, it's. Actor Luis Guzman. Oh, okay. Sure. As you do. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Oh, man. No idea. Advanced criminal law. Oh, my God. Joshi, the next episode is the one about that statue of Luis Guzman. Oh, wow. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Hot damn. <laughs> Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, would you like to know about uh, one of Community's best slow burn jokes? Yes. So in the first season, I believe in the Halloween episode, there is an offhand mention of Beetlejuice. Oh, I think I know about in this. In the second season... Yeah, in the second season, someone says Beetlejuice, and in the third season, someone says Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, background, calling no attention to themselves. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, 
has like a fucking photographic memory it's, and only pays attention to background jokes. It's payoff f- specifically for Abed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I want to get back to Britta, actually. Mm. I checked in with you after the first episode saying, like, like, yeah, your, your guesses for Britta were fairly off. How are you feeling about her right now? Um, okay, so here is how I feel about Britta, and it's this exact sound. <laughs> that, is, that is how I feel about Britta. I don't care for Britta. <laughs> <laughs> I I am very interested in whether or not Britta will like redeem herself in your eyes or like become worth how obnoxious she can be because the show leans in harder but she gets a lot goofier which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really curious. I I wasn't expecting you to dislike her, but it makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. It's just uh, she's just I don't know she uh, it's it's the and I hate this term just like she's so fake like she's very fake and it's so upsetting I thought she was going to be yeah. this like clever like foil to Jeff throughout this entire thing mm-hmm. And then she's not the standard, like, stereotypical will-they-won't-they sort of character in a sitcom, but she's, she's like that at the inverse angle, if that makes any sense. Hmm. Yeah. That's fascinating. Like, so far, all of the, um, all of the major will-they-won't-they moments have been her leaning into it. As opposed to, um, like, in Ross and Rachel or something, where he would make an exam, uh, like, stretch out his hand or, or you know, take, uh, right. m- make some sort of gesture. Um, and, I don't know, I just don't, uh, ah. she's yeah, just, I- yeah, she's the anti- Will they? Won't they? But not ant. Uh, not un. Will they? Won't they? Is the thing. Right. Yes. She's. Uh, she's like the photo negative. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I do like that they have Jeff play his hand so quickly that she pretty immediately has all of the power in that relationship mm-hmm. and can be the one to be like, no, 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 no. Um, because, like you said, like I think that it could really easily play the opposite way, and I think that in most shows it would play the opposite way. Um, but I like that she's given some status above him and has has more power and more agency, I would say, than it would be in other shows. Yeah, I like that. But then she does stuff where, you know, she, like confides in him about her relationship, knowing that he clearly has feelings for her. Yeah, that was shitty. Like, even if it's just dick feelings. Like, she knows that there's something going on there. Yeah. That was very shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand the need to, like, do it for writing and exposition yeah. reasons. Um, and maybe even character reasons. Like, maybe Britta really is that, like, careless. But still, my dude. My 
dude. Yeah. It's just kind of... I don't know. I'm hoping that I get to like her. Um, because right now, I'm really only prepared to hate Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah, and you will continue doing that. Um, with those moments where you are shocked that you care about him. Oh, God, I hated that. I hated caring about that character. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's going to be a lot of those moments, like a shocking amount. Um, but we'll get to those. We'll get to those later. I'm just hoping that, like, they give him some actual character growth and not like, oh, he's good, he's good, he's good, and then he does something terrible, and then he slowly crawls his way back up to that, like, neutral spot that he'd been in for a while. You know, it's not not that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I would say, if nothing else, I don't think that the show ever forgives Pierce. Actually, I think what's really interesting about the show is that I don't think it ever forgives anyone for any of the shit that they pull. I hmm. like that. Like, I feel like, and that's another thing that most shows do, is, like, when they give you some kind of, like, sad backstory for a character that's meant to just, like, justify everything, and then you can be like, oh, it, it's okay that they're shitty because X, Y, Z. Whereas this show is saying, they're also shitty. Maybe they'd be less shitty if we cared about them, but that's not saying that those things aren't shitty, which, again, I think is really refreshing and very, very Dan Harmon. And that was where the audio cut out. You can find Empty the Cues on emptythecues.wordpress.com or on socials at emptycuespod. Uh, say if you if you listen to the show, say it to, to tell it to us. Oh my god. You know, each time, each time I do these wraparounds, I don't really, I like, I know how chaotic they get. Um, but I, I don't ever, like, plan on being just as much of a fucking mess as I consistently am. Um, I hope you all know that this is authentic from the heart, because the heart is dumb as shit. Uh, bye!